0: My hopes and fears. Tune in daily; don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter that us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together, we'll conquer. No room for any less. Listen now.
1: Good morning, day after Valentine's Day. It is Thursday, February fifteenth. Uh, kudos to everyone that took advantage of um, Alpha Picks. Alpha Picks is the uh, the from Seeking Alpha. It is a separate program from Seeking Alpha Premium. Uh, it will go up. I, I think it's good today as well. If you use the link in my link tree or below for Alpha Picks, it's the third links on the, on the link tree. But it's eighty nine dollars. It goes up to four hundred ninety nine dollars after this sale, and I believe it's still good today. If you click on that link and you don't see $89, there's nothing I can do. But if you click on that link and it is $89, I would suggest you buy it. There is a new alpha pick today. I will go over it, uh, not this episode, but later. But if you're interested in getting in, remember these guys have, a I think it's up to 108%. I haven't updated this page, but I think it's up to 108% um, versus the S&P during the same time is up like 32, 33%. So they're tripling the, the result, and and what you get for Alpha Picks is a fantastic uh, overview of the stock. If you're new to stock picking, it is just uh, stock picking 101. They go over why they picked it uh, with a a video at the end of the month or the middle of the month, uh, and they go over uh, the whole portfolio update. But they they specifically give you emails when to buy, when to sell. So it's a great, it's a great program in my mind. And kudos to anybody that took advantage of the Trend Spider sale, which got extended. I got an email at 2 a.m. last night uh, from Trend Spider. Uh, you know, they keep their affiliates kind of at a little bit of a distance. Um, but it, the $595 for the year, it was extended out until President's Day. So they did a Valentine's Day. Then they did a President's Day. So it, it is extended. Uh, thank you to everybody who took advantage of it. Again, if you want it, what you do with TrendSpider is you go over here, uh, go to TrendSpider, and then uh, email me, and I will email you back links uh, to, uh, to my four-hour algorithm, to my, um, all my watch lists, all my scanners, everything that you see me use in TrendSpider. I will email you out so you can import it in um yeah it's a a great service what i want to start out today with is is we can look at the cues we can look at everything but there was a a moment in yesterday's live on youtube that i thought was important and it's it's somebody asked me about a stock and i forget which stock it was but i said to them i said you know uh why do you like it and the person responded back well i'm in it at this price. And I said, I, I, I wasn't really asking that. I said, why do you like it? And, and, and that's what you have to do with your portfolio. Take your portfolio. I did this live yesterday with my portfolio. Go down the list of stocks. Each stock, say why you're holding it. Is it a trade? Do you like it? Then you don't care about the fundamentals. All you care about are the technicals on the chart. Is it a long-term play? Because you like AI. AI. Um, Is it a a short-term play because you think that financials are in a good position? Uh, Is it a triple levered ETF that you think the sector is going to move on? Uh, Again, convince somebody else. Don't convince me. And, and, you know, you can ask me, well, do you think it's a good one? Uh, My response to you would be right back. Well, why do you like it? And if you're asking me to look at a stock, I want you to tell me why you like it. So that's the goal is when you ask me about a stock, uh, and you put it into Spotify, when you put it into Facebook, when you put it into Reddit, uh, when you put it into Twitter, when you ask me about a stock, simply tell me why you like it. You know, a- again, tell me if it's a trade. Tell me if it's short-term. Tell me so that I know what you're looking at. Because some people ha- have been hitting me up with these crazy stocks, um, you know, medical, biopharma, I know nothing about biopharma. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. I know nothing about that. I'm simply looking at a stock chart. So I want you to start telling me why you like it. Um, now, to go over some stuff. This this is a great video. I will link it in the newsletter. Talk of the tape. Uh, this is Josh Brown going over exactly why uh, he is scared. It perfectly, it eloquently puts what, what I have issues putting with is that it is just it's crazy what we're seeing right now is crazy it's out of control it is 100% reliant on next week's Nvidia earnings. if next week Nvidia even like blinks we're done we're done I mean the market it will take 10 or 15 or 20 stocks down with it um, it you know Nvidia in my mind is not overvalued. Uh, There are some that are overvalued. We'll talk about them here. But uh, again, watch that video. Um, This one is the Stock Market Mentor. Uh, I really like this guy. I I think he does a great job. And he points out uh, uh, Netflix. And and I've been saying Netflix, I think it's a buy. It still hasn't reached back to its all-time highs. Uh, Netflix is up 0.57. But it's it's put in this nice little capitulation up after the gap up in earnings. We've gone three days. So it's kind of put in here. Where are we going? Look at the Bollinger band cinch up. I mean, look at them cinch up. They're getting ready to move. Right now you're above the nine day. So if we look at a long term, I think Netflix could be a buy here. Uh, you still have somewhere about 30% to get to your all-time highs. Are you going to, you know, the streamings is a little bit different now. It's a little bit tougher. But I think Netflix is the one that is clearly positioned. And I like what the stock market mentor said about the chart. Go and watch that that video. It's great. Uh, Uber. Uh, Brad Gerstner, who's the, uh, the the president and CEO, I think, of uh, Alt Capital, which is a, um, a finance company, one of the hedge funds. Quote, one year ago, Uber, today, uh, Dara Kashkawi, I don't know how to say his last name, and I apologize, laid out path to $10 billion EBITDA, $9 billion free cash flow in 2026. Um, it's going. Uber is just going. It was up 10% yesterday. Uh, do you want to buy at this levels? I would say anytime you can get Uber, uh, under 80 at this point. I think you're doing okay long-term. Short-term, this one's extended. Look at the Bollinger Bands going up. I bought way back here. I've added to it, I think, once. I should have been adding way more. I mean, you've doubled your money since October. You've doubled your money since October. If you bought it $40 here in October, you've doubled your money. It's killing it absolutely killing it and and it, it will continue advertising is continuing down there so uber keep an eye on it um michael burry and, and i saw a lot of twitter posts about this oh my god here's burry stuff like that he added 50 percent of baba added 50 percent of jd um here's the thing michael burry has predicted uh 15 of the last two recessions understand michael burry has predicted 15 of the last two recessions when he's betting in china when he's betting on some of these stuff I don't think you should follow him. Absorb the news and move on. That's all you do. Absorb the news. Understand if you want to buy into some of these, maybe it's a reason to boost your uh, thing. But when you when you say why you own a stock, are you ever going, well, Michael Burry owns it. If that's the case, you need to learn a little bit more about the stock market. Uh, because if you're just saying, well, Gary told me to buy it, or Michael Burry told me to buy it, or Alt Capital told me to buy it, um, no, you have to build your case. Uh, and it's more than just somebody told me to buy it. Uh, Mara, uh, we will go into super micro, but I, I wanted to talk about crypto a little bit. Mara is, um, let's see, they are up 1.73. It's killed it. We all should have been loading in at 16. This was when the Bitcoin ETF, this was they sell the, uh, you know, buy the rumor here, sell the news. And the news came out and we pulled right back. Uh, now, you're pushing up against those thirty-one dollar uh, all-time highs, not all-time highs, but thirty-one dollar double top. If you get through it, expect a little bit more. Uh, that's Mara. I mean, expect a little bit more. Am I buying it up here? No, it's expensive. Their earnings are coming up on February twenty-eighth. Expect them to say that they've lost more money. That's kind of it. Uh, Meta, uh, Meta moved to a the Meta moved to a strong uh, strong buy on the Quant. In Seeking Alpha, I got my email this morning from Seeking Alpha Premium. If don't if you don't have Seeking Alpha Premium, it, you should get it. I have a link where it saves you fifty bucks. But I love the email that I get in the morning. Um, and this moved to a strong buy. Moved to a strong buy. Uh, one that moved to a, a hold is Coke. Coke is under sixty again. Um, it it kind of just can't stay above sixty. We're putting in that capitulation here. Um, you don't have any confirmation. You're out as far as the algorithm goes. But I, I continue to say, buy under 60 and you can sell over 60. Just don't expect it to soar over 60. Um, one thing, have I mentioned SMCI? So this is the crazy part. SMCI, uh, the, analyst, the analyst put a buy rating on the stock with a $1,040 price target. $1,040 price target. Uh, if you haven't seen it in pre-market, we're up 6%. SMCI is just crazy see these little white uh, arrows here on the chart that's where it entered each handle so this is where it entered a 400 it pulled back this is where it entered a 500 it pulled back this is where it entered a 600 it pulled back this is where it entered 700 it pulled back this is where it entered 800 what you're noticing two things that I'm specifically noticing see how much faster and how much closer those arrows are And every time that it pulls back, today we're reaching 900. Will it pull back? Who knows? In pre market, you're at 938. Does it pull back under 800? If it pulls back to an eight handle, I'm probably buying. I mean, honest to God, as crazy as I am, when it pulls back to 800, I'm probably buying. I mean, that's the thing. I'm already in close to six figures between three different accounts on this one. I am up. 300% in my initial buy, 400%. That is crazy. This is crazy. The valuation is absolutely getting stretched on this. It's not something that I would say, hey, oh my God, let's throw $100,000 into this one. Look at the PE, 68. The forward PE, 31. Yes, they're making money. The average price target, okay, the average price target is 653 today the 1040 that's the only one that is above where it's trading today that's the only price target that is above where it's trading today so understand this is risky this isn't something that i would say oh my god you've got to get into this one it's fomo it just nobody's selling that's the thing nobody's selling most people are just holding and that's causing the price to go up there are sh- the short interest in this. The short float ten percent. That's not huge. It could be higher. We just don't know. But again, short float is ten percent. It just understand. It's not FOMO. I'm not getting in because of FOMO. I'm adding adding to my position in my retirement account. Because my brokerage account has gotten so large and I don't want a tax event until I become a long term shareholder. So I'm doing this in my retirement account so that I can get out and at least protect targets. Now, as of last night, I've looked at it. Remember, I just bought like a month ago, uh, but I bought larger quantities in my retirement account than I have in my brokerage account. I'm actually equal. In my, bro, in my retirement account to the total gain, the dollar gain, not the percentage, but the dollar gain, I'm equal in my retirement account. So now I've gotten to the point where I can protect um, the, the amount of money that I have and become a long-term shareholder for long-term tax reasons. So that's crazy that it put it at that price target, but it is what it is. Now, uh, NVIDIA, I talked about it a little bit earlier, NVIDIA uh, became the uh, third largest uh, U.S. company, as far as market cap goes. Here's the problem with this. Look at this. It just overtook Google. Google's total uh, th- total revenues, uh, $307 billion, okay? NVIDIA, uh, $45 billion. That's the problem. And that NVIDIA could completely get to $307 billion. But understand... They, it, they just took over the market cap of a company with uh, $307 billion. Understand, that is the mania that we're in. Doesn't mean that you're going to go down on NVIDIA. I am scared of next week's uh, earnings. Um, we've seen earnings go up and down. You don't know what the reaction's going to be like. This shaded area was where I was telling people you should buy it. Look at how it's capitulating. Just like I just told you about Netflix, this one was capitulating for a long time between 400 and 500, even down to the 300 level where I was initially buying at. Um, you're at 738 dollars right now. You have confirmation going into next week's earnings. Look at that MACD. That MACD is enormous. You're down 0.09. You're even. Look at how oversold this stock has been since January 10th. And yet, you've gone up. So you haven't, your RSI has not completely fallen off. Just people aren't selling this stock. They're just holding it. So understand it's just a little bit stretched. I'm scared. I'm not selling. I'm kind of holding But as we get closer, if that stock continues to rise, I may be getting out a little bit. Uh, Elon Musk, here's a Tesla catalyst, uh, owns now just over 20% of the stock. That's huge. He wants 25%. Uh, Elon Musk is key. Once they move the corporation and it's up for a shareholder uh, debate... Once they move it from uh, from Delaware to Texas, that probably opens up him to get his twenty five percent. I don't think that he's going anywhere. There are some other structural issues with this company. I don't think that you buy this here. Um, I'm just a little bit nervous of you buying it here at one eighty nine. I think we probably get down um, to the one seventies. If, if I'm being completely honest, I think that's where you're going. Love the cars. Just, it, it's a little bit overvalued. While well, we're waiting for that one, let's go over here to uh, Tesla. Um, uh, is it still moving? Yeah, there we go. So this is the algorithm and and I see a button hook here and I pointed this out a few days ago that you're in as at 187. There's a button hook happening but the algorithm does not have a buy yet. That was from before. We, we have a buy now. This particular one, you can move this out, out of the way so you can see it a little bit better. We've kind of been capitulating here. Now, when you move it um, back to its, its recent highs, which was July, where you were at about $300, I think, a share. Um, let's move this volume level back so that we can see this. Uh, you move that back there. And there's a volume shelf here at about 190 that's going on. There's a lot of people holding up here. A lot of people holding. That's going to be what brings price back up. But you want to miss the first 5%, first 6%, and make sure that you're in this during that bounce. You've got a negative moving 50-day. You've got a negative moving 200-day. You don't want to step in front of a a moving train. That's essentially what you're doing. So understand, I don't think that you get into this. I think it's a little bit uh, stretched. Wait for it to move. Um, This is interesting. Warren Buffett sold Apple. I mean, he sold hundred ten million shares. That's nothing. It's a small little blip, uh, but it will make some headlines. It will move some stuff. Uh, Alt Capital files its Q4. This is what I thought that the top positions, Snow, Meta, uh, Uber, Microsoft, NVIDIA. If you're not in these positions, he bought a new position in Tesla. Remember, these are four to six weeks behind. So this is December. He bought new positions in Tesla at a much higher price. He bought PDD at a much higher price. He bought NVIDIA at a, a lower price. Meli at about the same price. Snow, much lower price. Or he sold Snow, um, Confluent. He sold VLRS. So understand, uh, you can take these big guys, this big money, and, and understand where they're moving to. Um, don't follow them. But take it in as as something. Um, uh, great point here by Doug Clifton. Uh, are the mega caps really that expensive? Mag six priced at three point four percent free cash flow yield and growing earnings mid teens. X Nvidia spike ten year at four point two percent. Would you rather own? Again, this is kind of okay if the if the stock is growing at three point four percent free cash flow. Um, if that's growing three point four percent and you're only getting 4.2% on the bond, which would you rather own? A stock that is considered growing and growing their 3.4% free cash flow and a stock that could continue to grow, or do you want your 10-year at 4.2%? Which one do you want? I kind of know where I'm at. Where are you at? Uh, Peanut butter jelly Tom? Where are you at? Where are you at? NVIDIA filed its first at 13F. Nvidia has some crazy good investments. We will get to SOUN uh, during the the the, the uh, social request because that's where most people were asking. But uh, SOUN is is part of Nvidia's uh, investment arm. Sixty three percent of their uh, two hundred thirty million dollars is in ARM. ARM, and ARM has been going nuts. I've told you, wait for ARM to actually buy it because I think right now it's broken. March 12th, you want to be sure that SoftBank doesn't sell a bunch of stock and crater that stock. They could be raising some cash because the valuation is absolutely insane in ARM, but NVIDIA owns ARM. Um, And if you want to read an article, by the way, this is a better uh, article than the tweet uh, about why they took it, when they took it, blah, blah, blah. And the the specifics behind it, again, Seeking Alpha is just so much better. Arista Networks. I've been talking about Arista Networks. Um, This is interesting because I've got two articles here. One is a bull analysis. This one, uh, Q4 is conservatism and buy this stock on any dip. You can buy this stock on any dip. Um, That's one article. And then there's another, Arista Networks, a reset in valuations is needed. Uh, let's take a look at the stock real quick, um, the the chart, because I, I'm a fan of this one. I, I want to get into it, and I think the earnings pullback actually gives me an opportunity to get into it. Uh, the algorithm has you in at 245. It's at 266 right now. The Bollinger Band's kind of wide open, nothing crazy um uh, by the way there was a question about what this uh this this uh purple line is that purple line is uh, written in automatically by trend spider it's their best guess based on the based on the the actual action it's their best guess as to where the stock is going um it doesn't always work i haven't seen the the prediction like percentage of how much it's right how much it's wrong. But that's kind of where it thinks it's going. It's part of the um, the the strategy tester that you have, and uh, in, in, it's what I call the the algorithm. But A Net is one that I want to get into, and, and I'm probably going to try and get into it if it breaks this. I'm seeing if it, it's so far it's holding that 50 day, and and, and which is good news. But I, I figured I'd give you a a, a good um a, a good you know bull and bear case on this one because I am going to get into it at some point in time. Um, Google is down 2% in pre-market. We can look at Google here on the chart. I think it's down even more, 2.34%. The reason is because there's news. OpenAI is developing a web search product. And remember how I've told you, Google's um, uh, kind of their, their, you know, the Death Star had that uh, that little hole that you had to shoot into. Well, the, the vulnerability of Google is search revenue. And if a company can take Search revenue. You remember when uh, Microsoft got into bed with uh, OpenAI, uh, Google went down, Microsoft went up. The reason was they were saying, hey, we're going to get OpenAI into Bing. Well, they've gotten OpenAI into Bing. Nobody freaking wants to use Bing. Nobody wants to use Bing. Um, The issue is, is OpenAI going to siphon off a, a percentage of Google's ad revenue, Google is built on ad revenue. Right now, it is 100% built on ad revenue. There are a hundred, if not thousands, of other businesses that Google is in, but search revenue is the number one. And so that's why you're seeing the the big one on on Google down. Uh, I wanted to point out, and D-Man pointed out, on on which is a shoe company, a clothing brand, kind of like Nike. Sorry, by Roger Federer, I think it was. Um, it's up over 30. And I've said this before, you know, hey, buy it under 30. Uh, Hopefully you got in at 27, 28. You're up a good 10, 15% if you bought down there. This is one where $30 is the the buy or under and sell over. So I figured I'd I'd bring that up. Um. Yeah, it's a good one. Biggest stock movers of the day: DWAC. Do not invest in this company. DWAC is up twenty-seven percent because they got the SEC approved its merger with Trump Media and Technology Group. This this is a company. DWAC is a SPAC that nobody knows the financials of this. Nobody's disclosed anything. So you're just betting on on Trump winning the election and doing something with this company. Well, if he is the president, there's a whole conflict of interest there. Uh, And he'll probably go about diversifying so his kids are in charge of it. Um, You know, how did Trump Hotel get built in uh, Moscow? How did all of a sudden Trump Hotels become in the Middle East? Yeah. I mean, there's obvious conflicts here. I don't trade, don't even trade this one. It's up 24%. You can trade if you want. I just don't think it's a good investment. You're betting um, as much as you can. You know, it's just a bet. Um, TripAdvisor soared 7% after its uh, earnings. Uh, Biggest losers, Cisco dropped 5%. Twilio dropped 13%. Blink charging dropped 7%. We'll go into Twilio, we'll go into some of the uh, Cisco stuff. Cisco. Uh oh, let me close that because I've already got it open. Cisco dropped on earnings. Now I said this was a good one. They dropped about five percent. Looks like it's down about two percent at forty-eight. Um, let's see. Let's go into Cisco here um, to see the chart. I I think it's a, a sixty dollars stock at some point in time. Um, Ch- Chuck Robbins, who's their CEO, is cons- consistently conservative uh, in his bets. It's down. Yeah, it's down two percent point at forty eight dollars. Um, am I buying this at forty eight? I think if you think that Cisco will turn this around, uh, I think you buy at forty eight. I think here's the thing: it's a solid tech company. The problem is they've said that it's you know companies are just pulling back. On their tech spending, and when they deploy this equipment and actually sell the equipment, other companies like Charter and Verizon and other uh, cable and telco companies, they're just delaying actually implementing the equipment. So when you put the Cisco equipment in, uh, Cisco also gets paid on the installation and the licensing of that those those servers. So it's just an, again, I think any reaction in the market is an overreaction. You're seeing it already up at forty nine. I think you're going to start to see it rise. The, the the again, I think he's just very conservative in his guidance. That's my take on Cisco. So, while it wasn't a great earnings play, I think you still hold on to it. I think you can dollar cost average your way out of this one. I think you're fine. Twilio. So, um, why do I think Twilio? It's 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 down big. Uh, this was part of the reason I was a little bit nervous about buying it before I said, hey, I want a six handle. I missed the six handle a couple of times, but you've got to be patient. If the setup doesn't seem right, then don't do it. And this this particular setup, you know, again, hindsight is twenty, 20. You're seeing it here between 68 and 70, but you're seeing this run up from 50 right here. Um, you had to have stellar earnings to justify that run up. And yes, you you had a higher side. Here's the thing in my mind is um, they, they gave soft current quarter guidance. It's still growing. You know, you know why? Here, look. Um, well, that's HubSpot. But Twilio, uh, where is Twilio? Let's see. Twilio and charts. We're going to go to Twilio and charts. Let's go to TWLO um, because I know they have Twilio and charts do 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 twilio earnings call transcript call nine percent twilio and charts here we go q4 customer accounts inch lower uh so this is what you want to see active customer accounts see it goes from 306 to 305 wasn't a huge move down dollar based net expansion that's what's killing it that's what's killing it that is 100 percent the dollar based net expansion rate uh, they're not growing their customer base um, dollar-based net expansion. So that's what's killing it. I still think it's a good one. Um, it's ranked five out of 24. I think long, this isn't going to turn into an SMCI at this point. Um, they could, but I don't see it. This is just going to be one that that I think is fine. One that I did say, hey, bet on the earnings was HubSpot. Uh, and we can go, this is this is what I wanted to point out. Shay, that's the chart you want to see. Revenue and earnings per share growth. That's what you want to see. So where's HubSpot today? Uh, HubSpot today is even. Didn't go anywhere. Uh, I think that's because, look at that. I mean, that that run-up right there is the reason it didn't go anywhere. Um, yeah. So you're at 942. Right now you opened up at 644. You're down at, do, 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 looks like 625. So you're down 0.63%. I would expect you to probably get back to some type of support level at about, I would say, 620. Not much from here, but you're clearly in an upward trajectory. You're just kind of taking a break. Bollinger Bands aren't telling you anything. You have some uh, confirmation over the nine day, not much. But HubSpot, I thought, was a good one. Uh, Twilio, my note says, active customers below estimates and guiding was a little light on the revenue side, buy the dip for alpha picks. Margins are still good. It's okay. Jfrog beat. Um, they were up ten percent. Let's see. I think they pulled back. This is the uh, database company, um, Jfrog beat, and they're up twenty eight percent. This was one that everybody was asking me about. I said, hey, it's a little bit expensive on the uh, on the side. We'll go to Seeking Alpha, and we'll look up Jfrog. Uh, Jfrog here. Uh, I think a couple of people asked me about this over the last week and I said hey the valuation was the only thing that was take, keeping it down uh, it's a buy across the board a revision C plus um, year to date let's see you're up uh, 7% but it's shot up now, even now I mean 27% you're at 47 this chart even, isn't even showing 47 27% yeah uh, it was It was crazy Beats 19 cents beats by 7 cents revenue uh, ninety-six million beats by four million. That's a big percentage on the beat. So understand that JFrog was a good one. Um, uh, another one that was a good one was App uh, Applovin, App Lovin A P P. And this is in uh, Shays' um, portfolio. App Lovin uh, beat, and they are up. Let's see. One year they're up two hundred and sixteen percent. They're up twenty one percent. So this was a really good one too. Again, the valuation, uh, a lot of these companies with growth are getting, um, <laughs> they're getting love. Uh, if they continue to show growth and the, the, the economy is assuming that the, uh, that, uh, the, 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 the rates will go lower. They're getting, I mean, they're getting exploded. So app loving was a good one. Uh, HubSpot we talked about, we talked about there, um, some of the largest companies that report. Coinbase reports today. DraftKings reports today. Deer already reports. Trade Desk reports today. Applied Materials reports today. DoorDash reports today. St- uh, Stellantis already reported. Roku reports today. So there's a lot uh, uh, of ones that, um, that report. Coinbase has been just shooting up with Bitcoin. This goes with Mara. This goes with everything. This is up 6% again today at 170. I would expect with any forward guidance that gives them some type of cash flow resonant, I think you're up here at 190 again. If we look at the all-time highs of this one, I, um, I think this one when it IPO. I think you're still down below uh, where you're at, not like all-time highs. I think this was like around 400 or so. Oh, man, it's, it's just going slow. Uh, but, oh, yeah. Um, there we go. Coinbase, yeah, you're looking at all-time highs at about 330. So this is the weekly chart Coinbase again you know you, you don't even have a 200 day but your 50 days moving positive with all of those uh, those uh, ETFs the Bitcoin ETFs coming out I think that's a that's a uh, an interesting one uh Door, DoorDash I'm not a fan of DoorDash I uh, I do order DoorDash when I'm on the road um, I'm not a fan of DoorDash its valuation is just crazy um, if Uber and Lyft are anything to kind of guide you, this may be a killer one that could be uh, up for a big move. Now, it's already had a big move. Understand, year-to-date, you're up 21%. There's not a lot of love for this one here in Seeking Alpha. Uh, I think it's just high. I mean, it's just run up a lot. Uh, DraftKings, same kind of thing. I mean, DraftKings, the, the Kansas City Chiefs won. That was not good for most sports books, Um, but you know DraftKings. Did did they announce that they're cash flow positive? I mean, that could boost the stock if you're looking at DraftKings from a long term perspective. And you go to a weekly, you know, your all time highs are up here at sixty. I'm sorry, at seventy five. So you could get there. You're above the two hundred day. You just got above it. Your fifty days moving positive. I think everything points to to those two being good. Um, but again, if, if I were to pick one, uh, I would say Coinbase might be trading desk might be a good one. You have a lot of opportunities today. Let's just put it that way. I am not picking one. I am probably looking at more SMCI. Uh, again, if it dips down below 800 or 900, uh, SMCI is at 951. It's still going. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I'm looking at, but that's a good list to look at. Um, now, let's go into the uh, social requests. Oxy, by the way, Oxy reported. Um, here, Oxy reported. Uh, Oxy's just not going anywhere. Energy, it's just not going anywhere. That's the problem. Oxy is just not going anywhere. So, uh, I like MPLX. In fact, MPLX got a cross up today. MPLX is one that has just not fallen with the energy stuff. You can see. It's got a 9.34% dividend yield and it's just moving up. You gotta buy today. Three thirty dollars and eighteen thirty-eight fifteen. This is one that just continues to provide me a good dividend. And it's an energy stock, so I have some exposure to energy. But, and, you know, it is what it is. Social request. Hi, Gary. Thanks for educating us novices uh, with your experience and wisdom. WKHS, which is workhorse. Will it ever get back to 161 so I can cash out? I've gotten 80% loss. Uh, I will tell you right now, no. <laughs> get out with your 80% loss. I mean, this is without even looking at the chart. Get out. We'll go and look at the fundamentals. Just get out. There, there was never a reason to get into this stock other than hype. Never a reason to buy and hold this stock. Workhorse, I I think they did, um, yeah, they did some type of EV. Um, They're losing $117 million. They have cash on hand of 15 cents. So let's see. What's 260 million times 0.15?
0: That would be 39
1: million. Yeah. So they're losing 117 million and they've got 39 million. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to dilute you. So get out while you can. I mean that twenty-four cents. Just get out while you can. There is no future in this one whatsoever. Uh, so Lou Dog, sorry to tell you, but yeah, uh, bullish bites from Instagram. Understand it's last minute, but if you could include Amazon, this was yesterday. I didn't get to it, so let's look at Amazon today. Amazon getting under one seventy. I mean, it's as simple as that. Amazon. I've told you from a long-term standpoint, you still have room to go. Um, to get to back to the, its all-time highs. Amazon under 170, you're fine. You know, its all-time highs here are uh, 188, so under 170. Amazon just employed their ad business for their Prime members. If you don't think that that's going to bring an enormous amount of, uh, 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 of, of revenue in, I mean, it's going to be huge, huge. They're making more money off of the people watching ads than they are off the Prime membership. So just get it. I mean, honest to God, bullish bites, just get it. Shep, do you think NVIDIA is going to report better than expected earnings? Do you really think the run is over with AI chips? They haven't even dropped the next generation, second generation chip yet. I went over NVIDIA. It's not the earnings, it's it's, it's the expectation. The expectation, they are bigger than Google. How can a chip company be bigger than Google? Google, which has a thousand businesses, which makes their own chips. It's the 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 fear is not oh my god will they you know they disappoint on earnings they're going to report better than expected earnings but will it be up to the market's expectations that's the issue right now you're hearing everybody in Nvidia saying I gotta trim this I gotta trim it it's just too high too fast too far it, it's got too much of a um a a of you know uh, exposure so i would i wouldn't expect great things but i'm not selling out of it either when it dips i'm just gonna buy more uh jimmy isrg uh jimmy didn't tell me why he likes it uh isrg i mean you know it's a great stock trade it isrg is a great stock trade it um let's go back here to seeking alpha and we'll go in and look at i I mean you know do i want to get into this one uh, after its run, no. <laughs> uh, you look at this run, ISRG. It, you could have gotten in here in November at two sixty six. I mean, the algorithm makes you twenty four percent. Buying and holding makes you thirty two percent. ISRG, um, hold, hold. I mean, the valuation's F. It's the same. This is the healthcare equipment, so I, you know, get in if you want. Uh, let's see. DePats from Facebook. Sound blowing up post-market looks like BlackRock added to their investment. It wasn't BlackRock. It was SoftBank. Um, SoftBank is the one that exited their position in Big C and established an investment position in SoundHound. This and the NVIDIA pushed SoundHound up. I think it's like 30 or 40 percent, uh, 52 percent right now at $3.44 dollars 44 Uh, It is crazy that that B minus was from yesterday's valuation. You're up 52%. That B minus is now an F. Um, And you're seeing Thursday, it's January 18th. They're saying keep away, keep away. Why are they saying keep away? Well, let's go over here. Let's look at Soundhound. They're losing $99 million. Cash on hand, they have 39 cents per share. So let's see. Uh, What's 246 million times 0.39?
0: It's $95,940,000. Yeah. So
1: you have barely enough cash on hand to cover your loss. Barely enough cash on hand to cover your loss. What do you think a 50% increase is going to do to this? This? They're going to say, you know what? Let's take the money and let's let's get it. Here, earnings uh, here. Let's see. Was there any splits in this? I don't think there was any splits. No, they're earnings. They're just not earning money. I mean, that's the thing. They're just not earning money. And a 50% split. Oh, let's, we're not even on sound. We gotta go to sound. I was gonna say, how are they making money? No, nine cents, ten cents, it's closer than it was. But this is kind of you know, it's an AI company. So don't expect it to make money at any point in time. This is all hype. This is because other people are owning it, they're putting money into it. If you want to buy it here at 338 and you're long term, uh, like these other uh, investors, remember, a lot of these people just buy this stock uh, as part of a YOLO kind of plan. They're like, hey, they're using our chips, might as well put some money into it. They're not putting all the all the uh, you know all their bread basket, they're, they're all their bread into one basket. They're, they're just spreading it around. This one might be one to think about, though. Uh, Nvidia invested in SoundHound. You can see in uh, right here. Uh, Soundhound, we had that article from Seeking Alpha. NVIDIA has disclosed investment in ARM holdings and Soundhound. And ARM we've got we've gone over. ARM is crazy. Uh Je- March 12th is the date when uh Softbank can actually sell their ARM shares. This is up another three percent today at $130. This makes no sense. The actual valuation of this company makes no sense whatsoever. So be careful. But NVIDIA invested in sound. Everything, you know, everything there. Uh, QBTS from T-Dog on uh, QBTS. Let's see. Uh, QBTS, Quantum Ray. I think this one is is kind of um, in there with uh, IONQ. So pick whichever one you want. QBTS or IONQ. Um I think those are the two quantum computing that that I know about. I've got a what hundred dollars into IONQ? <laughs> not much. Year to date, QBTs is up one hundred and ten percent. So if you want to invest, if you want to trade that one, go ahead and trade it. Uh, Christopher James, Cirrus and Dayforce. Cirrus, uh, he didn't give me the uh, the symbol Cirrus. Uh, it's a stock. Ba ba ba. Chart looks ugly. I mean, Charges looks ugly. I don't know why you'd want to invest in that. Let's see what uh, what uh, Seeking Alpha thinks of Cirrus. Um, Cirrus, eh. I mean, they don't hate it. It's healthcare. Trade if you want. Dayforce, let's look up Dayforce. Uh, Dayforce is day. Let's see. What's this company? Um, it is... Do, 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 do. Human Resources. Eh. I mean... Chart looks ugly. Doesn't look great. Uh, industrials, uh, Human Resources and Employment Service doesn't get me excited. Nothing that you know. I, nothing that I particularly care to uh, to to kind of look at. Um, we can look at the chart from a a algo um, perspective. Nothing gets me excited. So day four said, Nothing gets me excited. Uh, Joseph just started for Alpha Picks. Just the tip. Uh, yeah. Uh, hope to grow, enjoy your Monday to Friday episodes. Thanks Joseph. That was from Spotify, Sam. What do you think of APP after earnings? I got it, uh, from alpha picks so far it's paid for alpha picks by itself and then some over 20%. Thanks for all you do, man. My IRA and traditional accounts have a 4.5 plus rating on seeking alpha. Definitely learning a lot, even though our trading styles are a lot different. That's Sam. Um, so yeah, I mean trading styles are just, you know, it's 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 like fingerprints. Nobody has the same thing. Um but he's paid for seeking alpha and premium and uh and alpha picks it seems like. So, he's done well. I mean, you know, again, th- again these things kind of pay for themselves in a bull market where you're doing things and you can find opportunities. App AppLovin? I like it. I I do. I mean, Shay likes this one, so I have to say I like it. Uh Trento and and Seeking Alpha likes it. So, I I, after earnings wait three days if it comes back down for this gap then then you know you can get it at 48 if it doesn't come back for that gap then then you know uh you you're kind of putting in your base at about 52 but again trade it um I, I think it's a great one to trade I mean look at this if 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 this isn't a capitulation between earnings I don't know what is I mean look at that right there um, the Bollinger bands were, were kind of, uh, a, a little bit cinched up, but you put in your, your, your floor here at 33 and you put in your top at 49. Um, and, and you know that, that your top was probably more like, uh, down in this area before earnings. So I would have been a little bit skeptical buying before earnings, but the algo got you in at 45 and you're doing great. I mean, that's the thing is if you got, if you listen to the algo and you got in at 45, you're doing great. Adam, hey, just getting started here with stocks. Your podcast is mentally helpful and enjoyable. Uh, I wondered what you think about SoundHound, AI, and Twilio after the latest news. I went over both of those, Adam. So, hey, thank you for your kind words. Um, That was from Spotify. Let's go over some scans. First scan that gets a cross-up is Uber. And we went over Uber. I think anything under 80 on this one. Honest to God, I think you might be able to wait a couple of days. It has gapped up since they announced that buyback and free cash flow stuff. That was after earnings. Earnings wasn't a big mover, but the big mover was this buyback that was announced. I think you might be able to get this at 75. um, But for long term, if you're buying at 78, who cares? Who cares? I mean, again, if if they're showing this amount of growth and it is going to be that profitable, don't worry about it. Uh, you, you know, we could have wished that we all bought it like me back here at 40. I bought my parents a small position, I think, here at 60, um, a super small position. I wish I had done more. Uh, but again, in stocks like that, you wish you would have done more. MPLX, we talked about energy. Uh, I hate the energy sector. MPLX is up 1.2% today. Energy is going to take a, a nice move a little higher. Oxy is up 1.66%. Energy is just moving higher. MPLX has a 9% dividend. And it hasn't been brought down. Roblox, which is in the core portfolio. This has a cross up. I continue to say, buy this one under 40. Uh, It has a cross up. It could be going for another move higher. It could be seeing 46 to 48. Just buy it under 40. I don't think that this one had good enough earnings to justify staying here at 44. We might see a pullback. By the way, did you buy shop under 80? Because it's over 80 again today. Uh, DocuSign, which is one that I own, uh, and I bought it based on the private equity, taking it private, and I've lost on this one. I mean, I didn't put a lot. I think I bought uh, 100 shares at 62, so it's about $6,000. I'm down to about $5,000, not a ton, but it doesn't look like it's got a ton of uh, upward movement, Um, but I would expect it to get back to about the 52 level to at least cover this gap, Um, but your 50-day is still high. Your 200-day is moving positive. I would probably say it hugs this 50-day between 49 and 51. So if you want to buy at 51, I'd say your support level is probably 49. It is expensive. So understand it is expensive. AMD, uh, this is as expensive as NVIDIA. It's had about the same amount of climb. Uh, If you're buying here at 176, uh, I think you're just going, you know, you haven't reached your all-time highs. Your all-time highs here are, well, maybe you have. Yeah, your all-time highs are about one sixty four, so you're at all-time highs. So again, from a weekly perspective, eh, that's a bit a bit rough to to take there. Now, uh, if you did take my advice, uh, I think it was on Tuesday before when the uh, the CPI hit. Uh, if you took my advice and you you took a a levered ETF um, that was long on uh the the uh the Russell uh URTY I think. Yeah, Russell two, 2000 Ultra Pro. If you took that trade on Tuesday, um which we can look at right here because I I to, I, I just want to point out uh it was down, but if you took that trade on Tuesday, like I said, hey, this is what I would do if I was trading and not hosting the podcast, okay? You're up 10%, 11% if you took that trade on Tuesday morning. Uh, Again, I said, I didn't think that CPI was going to be a long-term, but if you wanted to take a shot, the Russell was out uh, underperforming everything uh, if you wanted to take that shot. Another triple levered ETF that I said, hey, what's worth taking a shot on? DPST. And DPST here at 75, we went over it. But I said, hey, on Tuesday, I think DPST comes back. I think the New York bank stuff is overblown. Well, if you took it on Tuesday, um, you know, just say Tuesday morning you took it. Yeah, you're up 15%. So understand these triple levered ETFs in, in, in downward trending markets. When you feel like the market has overreacted and any reaction in the market is an overreaction, understand you can make some money back with these ETFs. Uh, it's not what I'm doing. I mean, right now I'm just kind of uh, you know hanging on for dear life with Apple. <laughs> but every now and then I will get the urge to trade, and this is what I'm looking at trading. Some of the other uh, some of the other um, uh, uh, scans that that came up. ZScaler. This is a uh, uh, cybersecurity. Um, right before their earnings. Their earnings are coming up February 29th, which is in two weeks. Um, this stock, if you bought it down here, I mean, this is just another crazy stock. If you bought it here, uh, during the, 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 um, the October lows, you're up 63%. So you, you got WBD, which is Warner brothers. This one is the one that kind of got into, um, a sport deal with, um, with ESPN. I just, I'd rather own Netflix. Perfectly honest with you. Datadog, they reported earnings and they dropped on earnings. Uh, It is down another 2% today, Uh, Datadog. Their earnings were 44 cents. If you got in at the low on earnings on Datadog, uh, it's a nice 11% move that you've had come back. So, I mean, again, timing matters in this market. Timing matters for your short-term investments. So uh, there you go. Uh, I will tell you guys that um, the, the sales, the Seeking Alpha sale, uh, the premium is a, just a $50 coupon. There's no time limit on that. Alpha picks. Don't sleep on it. It's 89 bucks, but it goes up to $499. Uh, if we just go to subscribe now, cause I'm not going to do this. Uh, oh, let's go over here. We'll go to alpha picks right here. There's a new one, a new alpha pick today. I will go over it tomorrow. Uh, secure this stock in your portfolio they go over Abercrombie and Uber which were huge ones these are all this is all what you get you get the access to all of these things as to why they picked each one um, and when they bought and and it's an overview it's up 114 percent versus the S&P at 32 percent and it's $89 for a year and all you have to do is go to the portfolio and take a look at their portfolio um, you know they have a, a, a complete list of stocks in the portfolio all strong buys. And that's what they they, they show you. And you can p- create your own portfolio. You know, again, get, get this one and Seeking Alpha for under $300. And boom, you've got a perfect combination of, okay, I can find the stocks in Alpha Picks. I can do the research of them in uh, Seeking Alpha Premium. And I can import my portfolio uh, into this. So yeah, I, I mean, this is the core portfolio you can see. Um, you know, you, you take a look at the quant ratings. The number one in the core portfolio is Meta. Number two, well, they're tied. SMCI. Google's number three. They think it's a, a strong buy here at, at, at 143. You know, Coke at 59, they, they rate it as a 4.6. Um, under 60. You know, Pepsi under 170, 4.5. QQQ, I still think Qs are, are still a strong buy. Uh, FBCG, that's the, the blue uh, blue chip from Fidelity. That's when I have my parents in big. My health score is 4.67. I think Sam said his was 4.5. So he's doing much better than I am. Uh, It's probably because I'm in, you know, I have Roblox down here. I have Simon Property Group. I have Oxy. I have Goldman Sachs. I have Boeing. I have Cleveland Cliffs, Tesla. I don't own these. I don't own any of these down here. I do own Oxy. I'm sorry. I do own Oxy. I think I may have Cleveland Cliffs. I got out of United Health. I don't own Lilly. Um, I own Walmart, I own a lot of Shopify and that's based on Shopify at 81. Again, let me go over Shopify because you should have bought this under 80. That earnings, unlike the other earnings which have taken stocks down, Shopify earnings were stellar. Shopify earnings were absolutely stellar. There's no reason the stock should have been down 10%. This is going back to 90 So, if you want to buy it at 81 and it's a long term buy, I have no problem with you buying it at 81, but you should get it under 70. So, if you want to take a look, Twilio is actually rated higher than than Shopify in the quant. Uh, GoDaddy, Snowflake, Wix. So, that's what these things can get you. Between Alpha Picks and Seeking Alpha Premium, I think those are the the sweet spot if you want. Um, But Alpha Picks, $89 for the first year. Uh, and you've got to get it uh, today in order to get that price because it does go up to four hundred ninety nine dollars tomorrow. Uh, TrendSpider, they are having you can sign up anytime between now and Monday, but don't sleep on this uh, five hundred ninety five dollars. They've been saying, "Hey, this this is probably the best offer that we're going to do for the year." Uh, that's what they said in the email. Don't sleep on it. Here's the thing. If you like my algorithm, if you like the charts that I post, you know, get in on it. So when I go on vacation and I skip a show, you can kind of do your own thing. And, and you know, you can send me charts rather than telling me, hey, I like this stock. Uh, you know, you can get in on it yourself and you can look at look at things in, in Spider. Again, the algorithm is a four hour algorithm. Uh, it performs better on, on tech stocks, uh, on, on, on some volatile stocks. Because what it does is it gets you in during the up cycle, and it protects you from the down cycle. So you can see here on Apple, uh, Apple, it gives you over two years on Apple. It provides you a 30% return. You know what you made over two years in Apple? 6.2% if you just bought and held. And look at how it got you in here, November 171, got you out here with a 12% gain, kept you out of this nice little downturn here, which is about 5%, got you back in, got you out with a 0.97%. That was an immediate turn. Um, so you could have gotten out when you saw it lose confirmation. Again, you don't want to You'll rely on the algorithm. You can get out when it does that. Got you back in here at 189. Now, am I? are you upset that you got in here at 189? With a stock like Apple, if you buy at 189, I don't think you're ever going to get hurt long term. It's the great thing about trading something like Apple. Uh, you can trade it and you can buy it. And then long term, if you don't like your position in it, you can get out, you can write it off, you can buy it 30 days later, whatever you want to do. But if you have Apple for a long term, I think you're OK uh, for a long term. what it, Now, year to date, my portfolio is getting killed with Apple just underperforming. I'm not performing against the S&P, against the QQQs and stuff like that. What I'm trying to do is um, look at my portfolio and how it's performing. The, the rest of the the stocks are performing against, uh, uh, you know, creeping up there against Apple. Zebra Technologies up 12%. Uh, yeah, Albemarle up 7%. So th- there's stock opportunities out there. Uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow Again, don't sleep on these sales. Understand that these sales come around. I'm just trying to save you some money. If you made it this far, there is no reason you shouldn't be signed up for my uh, my newsletter. It is free. Uh, it is paid on the weekends. But the majority, five out of uh, six newsletters a week, are absolutely 100% free. So, and yesterday I was saying, buy shop under 80. Yeah. Uh, you know, the most popular ones are the paid ones, ironically. Um, yeah. And I timed my Sqq sale pretty damn well those are the popular ones but recent yeah shop by the dip uh shop Dash King earnings trading in IRA versus Roth that's the paid one but yeah okay enjoy your day I will see you tomorrow morning I
0: wake up to the sound of the trading bell i fears.